Hello and happy Wednesday. As you can probably tell by my voice, I'm still sick. This has been the longest cold or whatever you want to call this I have ever had. Like this is the sickest I've been in a long time and it's just lingering at this point and morning times are the worst. I feel the worst in the mornings and it just feels like one minute I'm on the mend. I'm feeling really good. And suddenly I'm miserable again. So it's just like, it feels never ending at this point. Um, it hasn't been an ideal way to start the new year. And what I realized this past week was that I put a lot of pressure on myself to start a new year strong, if you will. But with me rolling into 2023, feeling the way that I feel, feeling sick, has made it really difficult for me to show up in certain areas of my life where I had planned to show up strong or like just incorporating like these new goals or whatever it would be, right? And instead, there's just been a lot of me resting, a lot of me watching One Tree Hill, a lot of cozy blankets, a lot of tea, things like that in my world. And at one point this week, I started to feel really defeated, almost like you know, I'm off to a really bad start here. I'm not doing all the things that I said I was going to start doing um, and so on and so forth. But instead of beating myself up about it, I decided, I decided to look inwards. And I feel like as much as it sucks right now that I can't seem to shake this sickness, I'm also going to take it as a sign that the universe is telling me I need to rest as I start this new year. Like resting is... A part of this plan, you know? We're not meant to always start a new year trying to accomplish a ton of stuff, right? Although everyone's talking about their goals and their intentions and creating these new habits and routines, and I think that's wonderful. At the same time, I want you to realize that it is the winter season. It is typically a season for more rest anyway. And where you are right now is where you should be. Whether that is starting off really strong the way that you had planned, whether you're sick like me, you're just resting a lot, or maybe you're just taking the year, like starting out the year really slow. That is okay. It doesn't mean that you can't set new goals for yourself or develop new habits in the new year. It just means to give yourself some grace and take your time. It really doesn't matter if you start something specifically on January 1st or if you start on January 31st or February 5th or whatever it may be, right? You're still able to start working on some new goals or setting new intentions for your life, no matter when it is you start specifically. So, I just felt called to share that little tidbit with you before I dive into some of the habits that I'm taking with me in the new year, because I don't believe you should put all sorts of pressure on yourself when it comes to setting goals and starting a new year and things like that. So as you're listening to these ideas that I'm sharing, I don't want you to feel like you have to implement these right away or have everything figured out right away. And honestly, the habits that I'm going to share with you today, I'm sharing them with you to help you decide on what habits maybe you want to adopt from me. And there's going to be some things that may be really suited for you right now and in this season. And there's going to be some things that are not really suited for you right now. And that's okay too. I personally love hearing the goals and intentions and habits that other people are setting for themselves. And I do think that you're going to resonate with a lot of the ones that I'm going to share with you today. So 
as you listen to this, I just want you to take what you need from this episode and then leave the rest. So let's dive into it. The first habit that I'm taking with me this year is living a more yoga inspired lifestyle. So what this means for me is I'm going to be working on bringing more calm into my world, live more like present where my feet are, working on my own yoga practice and learning how to slow down more and take up space. So this means daily meditation, more rest, more stretching, and just becoming more conscious conscious of my mood, my attitude, and my habits every single day. I started committing myself to yoga last year, and it's been changing my whole world. It really has. It's changed my mood. It's changed my attitude towards life. It has allowed me to slow down and really take time for myself, and it has even empowered me to step out of my comfort zone more and just learn more about who it is that I truly want to be. And I've really loved that I decided to start doing this in the new year because it's changed me. It's changed so much for me. And I loved it so much that I completed my yogurt, yogurt, oh my gosh, my yoga teacher training so that I can improve my own yoga practice and perhaps one day in the new year when I'm feeling ready, when I'm feeling called to teach my own yoga classes as well because I truly think there is so much power in creating or implementing more yoga-inspired things into your lifestyle. Okay, number two, mindful consumption. And this includes food, alcohol, screen time, whatever it is that you may be feeling you're just consuming a little too much of. We live in a world where alcohol is glamorized, where we are addicted to our phones, and where food is considered the enemy. You know, so for me, I'm going to be focusing on fueling my body with foods that make me feel good without restricting myself from indulging on special occasions or sometimes I'm just going to want to treat myself and not going to beat myself up about that, but still focusing on using food as fuel. So eating things that I know make me feel really, really good. Um, I'm going to be focusing on drinking more water and less alcohol. So after a trip to Mexico, plus the Christmas season, I have been consuming way more alcohol than usual. And honestly, it was really common for me to turn on a Christmas movie as I'm sitting in the living room by myself watching a Christmas movie and pour myself a glass of wine. Now, I'm not saying that this is horrible and I'm not shaming anyone if you do this. It is totally okay if you do this in moderation. But for me, I felt like I was doing this a little too much, if you know what I mean. And I'm, I've been feeling called to break that habit and just create a better one in terms of that, right? So last night, for example, I poured myself some kombucha in a wine glass instead of drinking actual wine, and that felt really good because... Let's be honest, sometimes you want something different other than just water. Like I love drinking water, don't get me wrong, but sometimes you just want something different. I'm not a big like pop soda drinker. Um, I don't even really drink juice a whole lot. So I like having kombucha and actually sparkling water does the trick for me as well. So I totally understand if you're like, sometimes you just don't don't wanna drink water or whatever. Like there are other options out there. but that's one another thing I'm going to be focusing on in terms of 
um, mindful consumption. And then in terms of screen time consumption, I truly feel this is something that everyone can work on because we live in a world where being glued to our screens is the new normal. But it really can affect your mental health significantly, especially if you're consuming like the news or the media or you're watching what everyone else in the world is doing and then you start comparing yourself. So for me, like my work is on social media. Like I'm on my phone quite a bit, obviously, but I'm learning to become more intentional with my time that I spend on there and getting better at catching myself when I'm mindlessly scrolling for longer than necessary. Um, And this is just something that I want to continue working on in the new year because it's really, really easy to get sucked into our phones or social media or whatever it may be. So um, it's good to be mindful of how much you're consuming and what it is that you're consuming. Number three, get outside more. Fresh air does the heart, the mind, the body so much good. It really does. I can sit here and I can use the excuse of it being way too ridiculously cold outside in the winter because I live in Alberta, Canada, and the temperature that we get here sometimes, it's not normal if I'm being honest. But even a five to 10 minute walk outside is beneficial. And my goal is to do more of that, like getting outside more, even if it's for a short short period of time. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people do this a thousand hours outside thing. And I think that is super cool. And I did consider doing it, but for me in this season right now, I just don't want to add any sort of pressure to spend exactly an hour outside a day, but rather make more of an effort to get outside every single day without putting a time limit on it, if that makes sense. So that's just what works for me right now. That's that's the best way that I can do it for me right now in this season. And I'm looking forward to when the sun starts rising earlier so I can get out for a walk first thing in the morning because it really is my favorite way to start the day, but I'm just not into walking alone when it's dark outside. Personal preference, I just don't like that. Um... So yeah, I'm just going to be focusing on getting outside more and trying to get outside every single day, even if it's for a short amount of time. Number four, stick to a top three priority list. So I have I have a few new planners actually, but one that my amazing husband gifted to me, um, I'm going to be using that to help me write out my three tasks that I'm going to complete each day. So this could be a business task, life task, whatever it may be, but it's going to be my top three non-negotiables and anything else that I do is obviously extra. So three is the doable number for me right now where I'm at in life. For you, maybe it's one task a day. For others, it may be five tasks a day. It really doesn't matter. Just be a real, just be realistic about the number that you create so that it isn't a number that's going to stress you. You don't want to have this long list of to-do, like a to-do list of things that you're like, I don't know where I'm going to find the time to do all these things. Like make sure it's things that you can do. Make sure it's a number that you know you can actually accomplish each day. And for me, I'm going to be like, I typically plan my weeks, but I'm also going to be going into this planner each day and writing out those three things. Like those are the three things I'm going to accomplish today. Um, sort of thing. So you can do this however it works for you, but it's good to have 
some sort of list, but not an overwhelming list. Number five, daily movement. So movement is medicine. It really, really is. And if I don't do any type of intentional movement, like going for a walk or going to yoga class or doing a workout from home, my energy dwindles. So it's really important for me to do some sort of physical activity every single day, but I'm dropping the pressure of it having to be done first thing in the morning, especially this week as I'm feeling really sick and I feel worse in the mornings. I've been doing my movement later in the day and that feels really good. So it really doesn't matter when you do it. I want you to find what works for you and commit to that. But daily movement is so important. Number six, prioritizing rest and sleep. So fun fact, Brayden and I used to be that couple who were in bed by 9, 9.30 every single night. It's actually hard to believe sometimes now uh, because we are not that couple anymore. Uh, but we went to bed so early and got up really early. But since becoming parents, um, I don't know, I guess it's, it's just nice to stay up a little later while Lexi is asleep. But lately, I've been finding myself staying up way later for no reason other than I'm watching Netflix or I'm scrolling my phone and things like that. So a goal that I do have for myself is to try to go to sleep earlier, which I'm not going to lie, it's been pretty easy this week because my energy has been sucked dry and I've been finding myself going to bed super early, um, but that's because I've been on well. So it's still something I know I'm going to have to work on, but I want to be going to bed at a reasonable hour and waking up earlier earlier because morning times are my favorite. And maybe you can't connect to this, maybe you can, but Um, I just love the mornings. I love getting up early. I love starting my day early. Um, So do whatever works for you, obviously. Um, And just listen, listen to your body because you know yourself better than anyone else. And listen to it when it's telling you that you need to simply rest. Okay. Listen to that voice when you need to. Um, it's not even, it's not even just about going to bed earlier and getting up early or anything like that. Like sometimes Maybe you're just tired and you just need to rest. And maybe that is just laying down on your couch and watching Netflix or whatever it may be. But again, you know yourself better than anyone else. So listen to that voice and rest when you need to. You do not need to be doing something productive every minute of the day. This is something I have to remind myself all the time because I am such a, I don't even know what to call it at this point, but I always feel like I need to be doing something. And when I am sitting down and resting or like not really doing anything, I always feel guilty, like, oh, I could be doing this, or I could be productive in this area of my life, but instead I'm just sitting here. Um, But I want you to know that it's okay. You're allowed to chill out and relax. So listen to your body, rest when you need to, and prioritize getting an adequate amount of sleep. Number seven, saying no to things that aren't a hell yes. So I am a recovering people pleaser over here, and I know a lot of you will connect with that, Um, but it's something I've been working on for a while now. Um, It takes time. I'm definitely getting better at it, but there comes a point in your life where you realize like you can't do it all. You can't show up for every event. You can't commit to every little thing that comes up, you know, and I'm getting better at just simply saying, no, I can't do that, or no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to attend that or whatever it may be. 
we all have our own priorities and our own needs. And sometimes you simply have to just say, no, I can't. No, I can't do that. You know, time is precious and it's so important to spend your time doing the things that really light you up or lift you up in some shape or form. Listen to your cues and allow yourself to say no sometimes because it really is okay to say no. People will understand you do not need to commit your yourself to every little thing that comes up, especially if it's something that's just does like it doesn't feel like a hell yes for you, then it's okay to say, no, I'm gonna sit this one out. You know what I mean? So saying no to things that aren't a hell yes is something else I will be focusing on this year. Number eight trying new things at least twice a month. So stepping outside of my comfort zone and trying new things is a big thing I want to focus on this year. Um, I just want to be able to like see more, do more, experience more and learn more. And maybe you can relate to this, but we're not all put on this earth to simply play small, right? So get out there, do more things that bring you joy, experience new experiences and get out of your comfort zone. I personally get bored when every day is like the same shit, different, different day kind of thing. Um, so if you're anything like me, challenge yourself to try something new each month to step outside of your comfort zone and do something that may even scare you a little bit because it always feels really good once you do it. And finally, number nine, get back into a morning routine. This one is obviously taking some work right now as I'm still trying to get over this cold, but what I've noticed in the past is that I would develop a really good morning routine, but as soon as the weekend hit or the holidays came around or whatever it is, my morning routine just goes straight up the window. Like I don't even try, I don't even attempt to do it. Like I don't know why, but that's just how it is. And like I said, there's, there's no explanation for other than my mentality being like five days a week for my routine, then everything else is a free for all. (laughs) And if, if that's you and that feels fine for you and you're okay with that, that's totally cool too, because it was okay for me a while for, for me a while ago. Like that's just how I rolled and it, it seemed fine. But what I'm noticing lately is that if I don't do any sort of like mindset work during the day or any sort of movement in my day or any, even just taking that little bit of time to pour into myself in some shape or form, my mood shifts significantly. And maybe this comes with age. I don't know. And I just have a low energy. So weekends, I typically have lower energy because I'm not doing those habits that I normally do to pour into myself. So a goal for me this year is to just to commit to my morning routine. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be, um, morning routine, like just like daily non-negotiables, like the mindset work, the movement, things like that. Um, because it doesn't necessarily have to be the same time every day. Um, as a mom, (laughs) we get a lot of curveballs, so I get it. Um, So I labeled it morning routine, but I think I should have labeled it more so like non-negotiables because I'm committing to doing this every single day, despite what day of the week it is, despite if it's Easter Sunday or whatever day it is, I'm going to commit myself to doing this because I show up better for myself and for my family when I take time to pour into me, which means 
I need to be doing this every single day, not just when it's convenient. Okay. I would love to know if there are any habits that I mentioned in today's episode that you are also implementing or you want to implement or have been implementing. I love to hear what works for you. So send me a message on Instagram at hillary.mcginnis or tag me in your stories so that I can cheer you on. I hope you're having the best day and I'll chat with you next time.